What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. And the Bulls got a dub last night, but they have a test coming up against the Charlotte Hornets tonight. And a team that is dealing with a lot of injuries and maybe isn't going to be the biggest test for the Chicago Bulls. We're going to talk about that game, the game last night, and what to look forward to in this team coming up. We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So first up, go and check out the post-game show last night if you want an extensive breakdown of the game last night. But outside of that, we're going to recap it a little bit here. And the key thing in this game, Zach Levine outscoring the Brooklyn Nets by himself in the fourth quarter. Um, And so... You know, him scoring 20 points, Brooklyn Nets scoring 19 points. The Bulls use a huge fourth quarter to really kind of seal this game. And it was good to see this game from Zach Levine. And much all the doubters and, and, and things like that, for him to just have this game where he took over a quarter. And there's a lot of Bulls fans that, of course, because of the contract, because of other things. And some of you guys, I'm not even going to lie, are just weird. Like, to me, for the, for the fans that, you know, just to prove themselves right, want to see a player or the team do bad for a team that they quote-unquote cheer for or root for, you, you, you're just weird. You're, you're just weird. But nonetheless, outside of that, Zach Levine needed this game. He talked about, you know, him getting himself in rhythm. And he had this quote after the game. I felt good a lot of games. It's just getting back to rhythm. Sometimes you catch a rhythm. That's all I'm looking to do. It's my fifth game back. I'm feeling better and better each game. Letting the game come to me. I'm just glad we got the win. And, you know, in that said, right, seeing Zach Levine put the team on the shoulders and not shy away from it hitting big shot after big shot, him even, you know, talking crap to Royce O'Neal after he uh, pointed towards the bench. This was a game in which you, you, everything you wanted to see from Zach being the highest paid player now in Bulls history, things like that, he displayed in this game. Yes, it was some questionable quarters, especially the start for Zach Levine was a little bit, you know, rocky, but he ends the game 10 for 21, 5 for 11 from three-point range with three rebounds, uh, five assists in this game, only one turnover, a very solid game from Zach Levine overall on his way to 29 points to scoring extremely well for the Chicago Bulls team. You know, like I said, seeing this game from Zach is one thing, especially against a team like the Brooklyn Nets, who, yeah, are only 2-6 and six on the season, aren't the best defensive team, but the Bulls were down by double digits and they fought back showing that resiliency, and Zach did not let them lose this game, hitting several big threes when needed, taking them confidently, and Zach Levine stepping up in the way that he did in the fourth quarter really sealed this game for the Chicago Bulls. And one thing that I did not want, that I do not want to overlook in this, is also the contribution of Io DeSumo, who had the highest plus minus of any Bulls player on this team, chipping in seven points, three rebounds, four assists, three steals as well, putting together a very solid game. And Patrick Williams, we had to get another game of P-Will, not passive P, as he just is steadily improving the last four games or so, um, really stepping up big time for the Chicago Bulls in this game. Now, as we know, this schedule is going to get a lot tougher for the Bulls uh, here, uh, shorter rather than later. And then it stays tough from Friday, this upcoming Friday, basically until the end of November. The, the Bulls have a tough opponent every single night that they play games. And so, Zach Levine getting back in rhythm and him and Billy Donovan even not ruling out the chance that Zach Levine plays tonight against the Charlotte Hornets. Now, I, for one, looking at uh, the uh, who's going to be out for the Charlotte Hornets, I don't expect Zach Levine to play. They really should need him. But again, maybe they do let him play a handful of minutes to kind of work himself and keep that rhythm going. But at the end of the day, um, the Bulls stepped up. They played very well. Goran Dragic in this game, 15 points off the bench, two rebounds, uh, two steals, one block. 
him, him playing great off the bench. 15 points out of the 23 points that came off our bench came from Goran Dragic alone. He was in that in the game with the starters for a little while. And as I've been saying before, especially with Kobe White out, we're seeing the importance of Goran Dragic and his three-point shooting, how he stretches uh, stretches the floor, and as well as his passing. He's just a solid NBA player who, you know, is coming in at a luxury force off that bench. Now, of course, we know we want Andre Drummond back and what he means and everything like this, but this Bulls team played pretty well against a team that does not have a lot of size, and that's going to maintain uh, going forward as well. And we'll talk about that Charlotte Hornet game here in, a, here in a second, but just overall, really good team effort in this game. One of the things that I've also noticed that's a, been a trend for this team that I kind of mentioned on the live stream, I'm going to bring over to this as well, is that DeMar DeRozan is averaging four less shots per game this season than what he did last season. And his scoring average is close to being the same as what it was. He is scoring two points less. He has a higher PER, a, a lower usage rate as well. He's just being efficient, and I think that shows the more balanced offense of the Chicago Bulls. They're not just relying on DeMar DeRozan to just get them out of things every single night like they did before. And then when you chip in this performance from Zach Levine, and if you know, if him getting into rhythm is going to be something that's going to be sustained for him and the team, then, you know, it, it's the, the sky's the limit. As much uh, people were down on this team and things like that, at the end of the day, this team is still really getting together. They're still really gathering their rhythm, and we're starting to see them play a little bit better. The Bulls fixed the first quarter issues a lot in this game as well. Uh, did still lose the first quarter, but it wasn't by as much as they lost for first quarters before getting out to a huge deficit. Three-point shooting is still a bit of concern in this game as well um, of, of what they allowed. But at the end of the day, you know, they maintain, they can control Kyrie Irving, keep him contained. He only scores four points, all four of those points coming in the fourth quarter. The job that Io DeSumo and Alex Caruso did on, uh, on, on Kyrie Irving in this game is amazing. It's not to be understated at all. He, they came in and they had a defensive plan to contain him, and it worked. Uh, Kevin Durant did Kevin Durant things. He only took 16 shots and scored 32 points, having a very efficient night. But the fact that we were able to force Kyrie Irving to not have an efficient night, yeah, Royce O'Neal went off for 20 points, having a career high. But at the end of the day, when you're able to, to contain a superstar in Kyrie Irving in the way that the Bulls did tonight, um, it, you're going to have a player go off or an unexpected player kind of step in and take some unexpected points because their defensive scheme worked for the most part on Kyrie. The KD thing, even though, you know, Patrick Williams played really solid defense in this game and, you know, being active P instead of passive P has been great for Patrick Williams. He took shots confidently on the offensive end, but he also guarded Kevin Durant pretty well in this game. Yes, you're going to see that points total for the box score watchers who don't watch the game and say, what do you mean, Hayes? But I mean, he was in position. Kevin Durant just hit some tough shots and got to the free throw line a bunch, 12 of its points coming from the free throw line. So, you know, it, it, it is what it is there. But I'm liking what I'm seeing from this team. I'm liking the chemistry that they're building. I'm liking the rhythm it seems like they're building in, trying to correct things. This is another well-coached game from Billy Donovan as well. His adjustments uh, were key to this game. He really adjusted well when you look at um, just how he came out of that second half. And that you can tell that the Bulls' game plan, both offensively and defensively, changed a little bit. Um, Billy Donovan coached this game very well as well. Um, yeah, we're missing some depth as well in this game. But at the end of the day, the Bulls come in. They take care of business. Zach Levine looks like the superstar we want and need Zach Levine to be in games like this during this year. We're going to need him to be healthy in the playoffs. We're going to need all of that. And, you know, Zach talking about, you know, him his health and things like that and coming around, getting back into rhythm. Hopefully that holds true. Hopefully we do see Zach Levine now that is going to get in rhythm for this team and is going to give us not necessarily performance. You don't need we don't need him to score 20 points in a quarter 
every single game, but we do need him to be that constant uh, passer, that constant, I mean, constant scorer for the Chicago Bulls team. Now, there were some times that Zach Levine was pressing, right? And even in our uh, halftime hangout, people have now, you know, pointed out, and this is, again, for kind of the people who are just looking for something uh, to, to say with Zach or be like, oh, that injury, do you see that? Zach Levine is getting to the to the rim, and he's passing out of that. I, for one, take that not as a, as a health thing, but I take that as he's trying to find open teammates. He talked about it in the Philly game, how he missed Nikola Vucevic, and he wished he would have made that pass. So I think I look at it like this. Zach is trying to evolve his game while he's also trying to get in rhythm, and we'll see if that's successful or not. I'm not necessarily saying that this is going to be a successful thing uh, for him or not, but we'll see. I like the way that Zach Levine's playing, especially in a game like this, but he's put together some very solid performances in the season so far, being in and out of the lineup, only playing five games so far, uh, the team rhythm kind of being off. He's averaging 24 points per game, three rebounds, about four assists. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code Bull Central, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. On a PER of 19.3, I would love to see that efficiency go up some um, as well. His usage rate is right about the same as it was last season um, as well. Uh, he had a usage rate of 27.9. It's 27.5 this season, so he's getting as many opportunities. We just want to see that PER and that efficiency, but Zach has constantly worked on that efficiency as well. His true shooting percentage is right at 60%. That's right in line with what you want it to be at. So we are seeing improvements from Zach Levine. The turnovers are down. The turnover rate, I should say, is down for him overall as well. So, you know, as we as we continue to build those things out, the players that are stepping up, things like that. And I would assume, I would say this, the way that Io scores, the way that Io now is, is putting the ball on the floor, getting to the lane, taking people off the dribble, not backing down from anyone, it's going to be huge for this team as well as we continue and go forward. And especially if we have Zach Levine in and out of the lineup as well. So we're seeing that. And as I said earlier in the show, Billy Donovan is... And, and Zach Levine did not roll out when asked if Zach Levine would play tonight. This would be his first time playing in a back-to-back. -back. 
And like I said, even if he does play tonight against the Charlotte Hornets, it's probably not going to be a lot of minutes. But let's take a look at this game for the Charlotte Hornets coming up tonight and preview that game. So the Charlotte Hornets, like I said, riddled energy, uh, injuries. Uh, Melo has not played yet this season. He's not made a season debut. He's out. Terry Rozier is out. Cody Martin, all out. These are players that projected to be very big parts of the Charlotte Hornets uh, rotation that are all out. So when you look at who's going to be starting for the Charlotte Hornets team, it's going to be Dennis Smith Jr., uh, Kelly Oubre, uh, Gordon Haywood, P.J. Washington, and Mason Pumley. They also sent sent Mark Williams down um, to the G League. So there you go, uh, a high pick down there in the G League. With with that being said, you know, a lot of people wonder why uh, our our and Terry is not down there. But this is a Charlotte Hornets team that has played probably better than most people were expecting if you told them that LaMelo Ball would have yet to play a game this season. He's already been ruled out this game, but this is a team that's being led and scoring by Gordon Haywood. He's coming in with 18.9 points per game um, um, in this one. But really, the story of this one and the one and the player that I'm kind of worried about kind of going off against the Chicago Bulls is a player that's having a mini career resurgence in a way, and that's Dennis Smith Jr. Um, so far on the season, averaging 12.3 points per game, 4.1 rebounds per game, 6.4 assists per game, 2.3 uh, steals per game, and shooting 44% from three is Dennis Smith Jr. so far on this season. Um, and so, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's wild to see like a player that many people had counted out having a really good rookie year, that rookie year kind of going away and then him not just maintaining that success, but Dennis Smith Jr. is still a very young player with some upside still left. He's only 24 years old as well. And he's playing very well for the Charlotte Hornets team, playing efficient basketball as well, having one of their highest uh, player efficiency ratings on the team for them. So seeing that, but this is a team that while I know that the Bulls have enough to beat, even if Zach Levine does sit, when you look at this, the, the starting lineup and the roster that the Charlotte Hornets are going to put on the floor, but again, this is not a team that you want to overlook because as we know with the NBA and as we've seen with the Bulls, they can, especially when you let teams get off in the three-point range, the Bulls could let this this uh, team go off three-point range, and that's what keep the, keeps them in this game. P.J. Washington also having a solid season so far, averaging 17 points per game. You know that I, I'm very high on P.J. Washington. He's a player that I'm very high on. So coming into this game, uh, P.J. Washington, what, setting a record for, for threes in his first game ever against the Chicago Bulls? The Bulls need to be locked in defensively this game, much like they were in that Brooklyn game. They played solid defense throughout. The defense kind of faltered at different times when they allowed big runs without scoring and matching that. But you don't want to overlook the Charlotte Hornets team. You do not want to let them go off from the three-point range at all because if you do, like with most games, you're going to see this team kind of run away with it. You don't want to allow that. We have to get out on the offensive boards as well. This is another team in which um, Nikola Vucevic's size should be and could be a determining factor in just the success of this game, playing inside out from Nikola Vucevic, who did not have a good game last night. I'm looking for Vuce to have a back, a bounce-back game today against the Charlotte Hornets. Now, again, you don't want to overlook the Hornets. They come in ranked as the 11th best offense in the NBA, even without having LaMelo Ball so far this season. That's wild for the Charlotte Hornets. If you, somebody would have told you that the Charlotte Hornets would be one of the best offensive teams without LaMelo Ball being on the court yet, he would have probably doubted that. At least I would have. So you don't want to overlook the Charlotte Hornets offense because they can get going. They are ranked as the 20th defense in the NBA. So again, the Bulls face another team that isn't the strongest defensively. And hopefully if they can get out to rhythm, they can throw this game off 
early on in this game, the Bulls have to be locked in defensively. That is one of the themes that is going to develop over the course of the season is how the Bulls maintain that defensive intensity for four quarters. If they can do that against the Charlotte Hornets, they can definitely win this game, Zach Levine or not. Looking at keys to this game, again, playing inside out with Nikola Vucevic is definitely a key in this game, at least for me. I want to see Vooch get back in rhythm. Um, I want to see Vooch get back to what he's been so far this season and have that type of game for the Bulls. I'm looking for another 20 and 15 game from Nikola Vucevic against the Charlotte Hornets. If we can do that, it's going to bode well for this team overall. I'm really hoping that we see a, a, a big game back for Nikola Vucevic. Again, Mason Pumley's their starting center. Backing him up is Nick Richards. Um, so it, they, they should be, Vooch should be able to establish his dominance early in this. And then again, the scoring mainly is going to be coming from Gordon Haywood and PJ and PJ Washington in this game. Patrick Williams has to own this defensive assignment. This is another game in which Patrick Williams is matched up against a power forward that is more similar to his size. And he has the he could have the defensive advantage of, but Patrick Williams has to be locked in. He has to show that activity he showed last night against Kevin Durant. If we can get that, the whole Gordon Haywood thing, I think uh DeMar DeRozan can guard Haywood pretty well. That's really all I'm worried about on this team. I already talked about Dennis Smith Jr., but considering the defensive streak Iowa has been on this season, I trust that Iowa is going to play solid defense on Dennis Smith Jr. We're always going to have one of him or Alice Caruso on him this game, especially if Zach Levine starts. But this is a game in which the Chicago Bulls cannot overlook the Hornets because it could get ugly. They could get out on a three-point barrage early. So if the Bulls can have a solid first quarter, maintain defensive intensity throughout the game, this, could, this should be a dub for the Chicago Bulls. But like I said, don't want to make it seem easier than what is going to be for them. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it. I really do love just the rhythm this team's getting into. I love how Patrick Williams is really playing well. The last four games, really earning his starting spot back, playing the most minutes he has in, uh, in the last two games, both going over 30 minutes per game in both those games. He's just playing silently out there. He's, he's gotten that defensive edge back from his rookie season, and that's what we want to see moving very well without the ball, trying to take people off the dribble when he realizes he has the mismatch. Patrick Williams is playing very well uh, lately, but I would assume who's nothing to shake your head at. How, who performs off the bench? Javante Green is back to kind of being questionable Javante. Um, so, you know, in last night, he went 0 for, 0 for 2, but again, still doing the energy plays. But Derrick Jones Jr., a player that I did not think was going to get very many minutes, if any, for the Chicago Bulls team, has been playing really solidly since he initially got that, that larger role for this team. So at the end of the day, this team's playing pretty well. Um, still some question marks overall. Fourth quarter, um, well, the third quarter offense in last night's game left a lot to be desired. So we got to see this team come back around. We got to see this team start making these things consistent. If we can start seeing the consistency from these from the team in some of these areas that's, that's hurt them, it's going to be a much better team than what even some Bulls fans are giving us. So a lot of hope still remains here from me. For the Chicago Bulls team, I want to see them lock in. Let me know what you guys think about everything down below. But that is it for today's episode. Make sure you're following the show at uh, Bull Central Pod at every social media platform. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Chicago Bears Central at gmail.com or bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Why do I not remember my email? And then if you want to leave a text and or voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We're the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end everything on, go Bulls, see red. Love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 